0: Galatians three and twenty six, and First Timothy three fourteen and fifteen. I was read to you here. I'm just going to read again for emphasis' sake. In Galatians three and twenty six, for ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. In First Timothy three fourteen and fifteen, these things write I unto thee, hoping to come unto thee shortly. But if I tarry That thou mayest know how thou ought to behave thyself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and the ground of the truth. These two Pauline's letters, I want you to notice that Paul made it clear that we are all children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. Also, in First Timothy, Paul said, the house of God, which is the church of the living God. And I'm going to use these two passages to build my sermon, which is the children are in the house. The children are in the house. Why do the children need to be in the house? There was a story about a man who, was a, who wasn't at home and a bad storm was coming. He called the elder of the children and told him, Son, since I am not at home and you are the oldest, therefore I want you to get all your brothers and sisters and bring them in the house for a storm is coming. This morning I'm going to try to show you in a spiritual sense that God told Jesus that a storm is approaching and he gave Jesus the responsibility to bring all the children in the house. That is his body. There's a song that we sing, the Lord our rock, in him we hide a shelter in the time of storm. The storm approaching You don't get prepared when the storm hits. You prepare before the storm hits. There are those people who are living in the Gulf. And when they hear from the weather bureau that a storm is approaching, they start preparing before the storm hits. They start boarding up windows. They start doing all kinds of things to prepare for the storm. Some even leave their house and go further inland. But there's always some foolish people Mm -hmm. saying we'll just ride out the storm. In other words, what you're saying is I'm just going to take my chances. Mm -hmm. And when the storm comes, I'm just going to see what happens. You don't need to try to ride out the storm (laughs) because you don't know how bad the storm is going to be. Mm. So don't just take your chances. I'm afraid today that some of us that we need a shelter in the time of storm. I'm talking about the storms of life. They are coming. And you want to be ready when they come. These storms could be called troubles. Trouble is everywhere. You don't have to look for trouble sometime. Trouble will find you. Job said that he tried everything that was right, and yet trouble came. So just because you're living right and trying to do everything right, that doesn't mean that trouble is not coming your way. You just keep living. The psalmist said in Psalm 61, and beginning at verse 1, Hear my cry, O God. Attend unto my prayer. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee when my heart heart. is Mm overwhelmed folks there are something that can overwhelm you Mm -hmm. I don't care how long you've been in the church there's something that you can't handle regardless of what kind of knowledge you have there's something that will overwhelm your heart remind me of the story of this young man who was about to commit suicide Mm -hmm. he crawled up on the top of a bridge ready to jump off and the, along came a Catholic priest. Saw him standing up there and asked him what he was doing. He said, I'm finna end my life. He said, don't do it. He called the bell to him and I said, why are you doing this? Tell me your problems. The young man said, you can't handle my problems. I got too many problems. The priest said, look, I've been a priest for 40 years. And I handle all kinds of problems. So let's talk about it. If you can't handle your problems, by yourself, may we both can handle your problem. The young man said, Okay. He said, I lost my job. Mm-hmm. All my bills done piled up on me. Mm-hmm. My utilities is being cut off. Mm-hmm. My wife don't love me no more. She done left me. <laughs> my children don't respect me no more. And every time I come home, mm-hmm. the dog bites me. <laughs> <laughs> He so said, above all, I think God just been left me. And after hearing all that, the, the priest grabbed the man's hand and said, on the count of three. One, two, three. They both jumped in the water. There's some problem that you can't handle. But you need to cry and say, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For thou hast been a shelter for me and a strong tower from the enemy, I would abide in thy tabernacle forever. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't blame him. Mm-hmm. If I'm in a safe place, when the storm approaching, mm-hmm. I'm not leaving. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to drive me from the shelter. Mm-hmm. I don't care how cantankerous some of the people inside the shelter may be. Mm-hmm. I don't care how some folks live their lives. I don't care if there are hypocrites all around me. Mm -hmm. I'm in a shelter for my benefits and for my safety. Mm -hmm. So if you allow somebody to drive you out of the shelter because of the way they conduct their lives, you are foolish. Mm -hmm. Can you face the storm of life by yourself? In verse 3 he said, if thou had been a shelter for me. Mm -hmm. The psalmist was talking about himself. God isn't going to lead you astray. Members would, but not God. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. You got to understand. Got backbiters. Mm-hmm. We got backstabbers. Yeah, right. We got slanderers. Yeah, right. We got busybodies. All in the church. Amen. But you better stay in there for your benefit. Amen. Right. You got aged patients, people that are shot, heart attack victims, disease people, cancer patients, all in the hospital. But when you heard it, did you think about them folks on your way to the hospital? hmm. (laughs) You want to get that right there with them (laughs) because you know that the place you need help. Break all kinds of traffic laws to get to that place where all them sick folk at. Hmm. Why? In Matthew 9 and 12 said, they that behold need not a physician, Mm -hmm. but they that are sick. The church is for sick folk. Mm -hmm. Did you understand that? you should be able to understand that the shelter is for spiritually sick. Amen. If you're not spiritually sick, then you don't need the shelter well. or Christ. There was a church in Revelation who thought they was in need of nothing. In Revelation 3, beginning at 15, he said, I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou work cold or hot. So there, because thou are lukewarm, you're neither cold or hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with good and have need of nothing. But knoweth not that thou art wretched and miserable, poor, blind, and naked. So I'm not letting anybody drive me out of the shelter. For I'm on the rock that is higher than I. And I know if I leave the rock, I don't have any salvation. So when my heart is overwhelmed with trouble, I'm not going to leave the shelter, but I'm going to cry to the Lord for me to be safe. And I'm going to cry, Lord, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. I will abide in thy tabernacle forever. That's what the psalmist said. How many of us in the church of Christ can say without a doubt, regardless of what happened to me, I'm not going going to leave the church. How many can actually say that? Mm -hmm. For those who have had trouble and you thought about leaving. Leaving don't make your troubles go away. All right. Come on out. I had a lot of troubles in school. Mm -hmm. My mama said, you're gonna graduate if you don't do nothing else. What you do after graduation, that's on you. But my job is to get you through high school. And my job is complete. So if you leave the shelter, where are you going to go? I understand that. There's no place to go that is safe. It's a safe haven besides the church. Remind me of a story of a lady who had built a storm shelter in her house. Because she knew a storm was coming. And she built it according to government specification. And when the storm was approaching, the woman gathered all her children and moved them into the shelter. True story. And when the storm passed, her and her children came out without a scratch. Proverbs 18 and 10 said, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth unto it and is safe. Mm-hmm. Well, how did we get the shelter? Mm-hmm. God told Jesus to build a shelter for all his children. Because at the end, men will be running, trying to avoid the storm, if they're not in the shelter already. Well, all, right. all of God's children are in the house of salvation. Mm-hmm. That's the shelter. Another name is the church. Mm-hmm. Not a church, but the church. All right. The only one, the only shelter that you can run to for salvation. Yeah. And it belonged to Christ. Christ is only going to put his children in it. Those who are in the house don't have to worry about the storm. God the Father in heaven told his son Jesus to bring all the children in the house, but there be some people who are not in the house of salvation and they don't even know it. Hebrews the second chapter beginning at verse number nine. But we see Jesus who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death crowned with glory and honor, that by the grace of God should take death for every man. In other words, God made Jesus a little lower than the angels, because in the beginning, he wasn't lower than the angels. He was with God when he spoke the world into existence. The eternity of Jesus is seen throughout the entire Bible. However, when God chose to send his son down to walk among men, he clothed him with flesh and blood. And made him a little lower than the angels. But John said in John the first chapter. verse 1 through 3. In the beginning was the word. And the word was God and the word was with God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. And that word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory. The glory of the only begotten of God full of grace and truth. For it became him in Hebrews, for whom are all things, and by whom are all things. In the beginning, many sons unto glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through suffering. For both he that sanctifies and they who are sanctified are all one. For which cause he is not ashamed to call them brothers. The Father gave us over to the Son. And he is not ashamed, he is not ashamed to call us his brethren. We are his brother. He is our older brother. And he doesn't have or he doesn't have to act authority. He is authority. When he got up from the grave, he rolled with all power in his hand. He said it. He said all power has been given to me in the heavens and the earth. What that mean? They don't leave me with no power. They don't leave the Pope with power. They don't leave crying Jimmy Swagger with power. All right. Jesus said he got all power all right. in his hand, and in Hebrews one and three says, "Who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he has purged himself, purged our sin, sat down on the right hand of the Majesty on high." Jesus is the one who is in charge. Of the shelter he's in charge of the shelter but he says saying i will declare my name unto my brother in the midst of the church i will sing praises unto thee and again i will put my trust in him and again behold i and children with god has given me for as much then as the children are partakers of the flesh and blood he also himself likewise took part of the same and through death he might destroy him that had power of death. That is, the devil. And deliver them who, through fear of death, were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Now, you don't come to the shelter and take over, you come to the shelter to obey orders. The storms are raging all around us. Security, safety, tranquility in the shelter, but we also have law. And order. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was over there in Oak Ridge for about a month, the brethren had a dispute over there. And they said, ask me, Brother Holcomb, if there's no elders in the church, who in charge of the church? I said, look, you can have a hundred elders. Jesus is in charge of the church. All right. He didn't leave his church to nobody. He don't have no second in command. Everybody have the answer to him. Yeah. Arguing about who had the responsibility or who had the authority in the church. You, you just obey Jesus; everything get done all right. Amen. You don't have to worry about who got the authority. Just be a servant. Yeah. Just be a servant, and Jesus will lift you up. So Jesus doesn't have a second in command. In the military, they do, because the commander might get killed and come back, yeah. and the executive officer take over. Well, Jesus ain't dying no more. Uh In Revelation 1 and 18 said, I am he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore, amen, and have the keys of hell and of death. In Colossians 1 and 18 says, And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. So Jesus is the head of the church. And he have all authority when it comes to the rules and regulations of the church. You know, we can't make rules and bind them on people where Jesus had made rules at. Uh-huh. We need to come into church, stop trying to be in charge, just be obedient. Uh-huh. Yeah, just, just obey everyone have to obey. Ephesians first chapter and beginning at verse twenty two. And put all things under his feet. And gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body. The food is of him that filleth all in all. So since the son is in control, then we must have a house where the children can stay. God looking down through the stream of time and told Isaiah to say these things concerning the church of Christ. The house whereby safety and salvation abide. In Isaiah, the second chapter, and beginning at verse number one. We're talking about the shelter. The word of Isaiah the son of Amos saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. And it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord house shall be established in the top of the mountain and shall be exalted above the hills and all nations shall flow unto it. And many people shall go and say, Come ye and let us go over to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, and he will teach us his ways and we will walk in his paths for out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. The church of Christ mm-hmm. is the house of God. Right. And this house is big enough for all nations to come into it. Mm-hmm. That include Russia. That include German. Mm-hmm. That include Iraq, France, any nation. The church is big enough to hold all In the church of Christ, we are all brought together as one, regardless of culture or color. We are one in Christ. Galatians said that in Galatians 3 and 28, there is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond or free. There is neither male or female, for ye are all one in Christ Jesus. Any church that restricts itself to one race cannot be the house of salvation. Mm-hmm. The black Muslim cannot be the shelter because they don't allow white folks in there. At one time, the so-called Church of Latter-day Saints didn't allow black folks. Mm-hmm. In a man-made church, you can set any rules you want to. All right. But in the shelter that is ran by Christ, the rules are already set. Mm-hmm. And you cannot exclude nobody from God's church. That's why God does the adding and not us. Can't be precious to nobody when they obey God. We had to be happy that God allowed us into the shelter. Yeah. Because the shelter belongs to Him. Mm-hmm. In Daniel, the seventh chapter, beginning at verse number 13, listen to what Daniel said, what he saw. Daniel 7, beginning at 13, I saw in the night vision, and behold, one like the Son of Man came with the clouds of heaven and came to the ancients of days, and they brought him near before me, And they were giving him dominion, and glory, and a kingdom, that all people, nation, and tongue should serve him. His dominion, is the everlasting dominion, which shall not pass away. And his kingdom, that which shall not be destroyed. The kingdom is coming, according to this passage of scripture. The, the question is now, do we have it today? Uh-huh. In Galatians, the first chapter, and beginning at verse number thirteen, mm. who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of His dear Son. Yes, Some say the kingdom has arrived yet, mm. but how can you be translated into something that's not there? Right. Jehovah's Witnesses say that Jesus came back, and they were the only religion that see Him, that saw Him, but the kingdom isn't here yet. Revelation says that every eye will see him when he come back. Revelation 1 and 7. So how? They also managed to get into kingdom hall. But they said the kingdom is not here yet. They need to explain that to me. How you get into the kingdom hall when you say the kingdom is not here? They call themselves the kingdom hall. But in 1 Corinthians 15 and 4, Jesus coming back. Rest assured. Then come at the end. We need shall have delivered up the kingdom. Now, if, if the kingdom is not down here, how can it deliver it up? All right. So the kingdom has to be down here because he's coming back at the end to deliver up the kingdom yeah. to God, even the Father, we need to have put down all rule and authority and power. Mm-hmm. So you might say, preacher, you talking about the kingdom? talk talking about a kingdom? Is the kingdom the house, or is the house the kingdom? Yes. The kingdom is the house, and the house is the kingdom. Now let's see if Jesus has his own house. Because if you don't have his own house, somebody can put you out if you in somebody else's house. In Hebrews, the third chapter, verses 5 through verse 8, the Bible says, And Moses verily was faithful in all his house as a servant. For a testimony of those things which were to be spoken of, but Christ as a son over his own house mm-hmm. so now we got two houses in verse 5 Moses and in verse 6 Jesus the son house now you can't run over there to Moses to get doctrine because you're in the wrong house that's why you don't see mechanical music instruments Bongos and drums and tambourines going on over there in the corner. Why? Because in the house of God's dear son, we are told what kind of music to make. Mm -hmm. Because he sets the term of worship. I thank God that he didn't leave it to us. Because we see the conditions of man is today. Doing whatever they want to do in church. Whatever kind of dance they dancing at these clubs, they're doing it at the church and calling it a holy dance. Yeah. Flipping around in pews and everything, talking about this is a holy dance. I've seen women on YouTube at these churches, skinky clothes on up there in front of everybody, dancing and flipping and everything. All their underclothes clothes showing up, and nobody said anything about it. Called it a holy dance. Holy cow. <laughs> Ephesians 5 and 19 says speak to yourselves in songs and hymn and spiritual songs yeah. singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord mm-hmm. you know people say like he didn't say don't use instruments of music mm-hmm. people are always concerned about the wrong thing mm-hmm. if you just do what he says it'll eliminate all the other stuff that he didn't say mm-hmm. just obey what he said. If he says sing and make a melody in your heart, he didn't say anything about playing on a musical instrument. There are certain things that a Christian shouldn't let go, shouldn't let go on in their house. Amen. Amen, wall? All right. When you do, some of your relatives won't come over because they want to be in a house where they can go in the refrigerator and get them a cold. <laughs> hmm but when you don't allow those things in your house, right. those type of activity, you have less company. Mm-hmm. But you gotta understand, you're trading your bad company for good company. All right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. There's enough problems in this world to carry us through this life. There's 66 books in the Bible, and God gave us everything pertaining to life, and it's gonna take us for the rest of our life to try to straighten our lives out Elijah to get it to heaven. So I don't need nobody hindering me, not him. Correctly. Satan's doing enough hindering me. So that's why we don't have uh, instruments of music. Now, I, the music's not bad within itself. I listen to music all the time. And I say, I want to I, I learn how to play the piano and the saxophone, but the saxophone is cool. <laughs> and you can have those instruments in your house. Uh-huh. All right. But once you leave your house and come into God's house, God put his furniture where he wants it. Right. And if you don't like how God set his furniture up, you need to leave. Because he set his furniture up before you got him. Right. And he know what's best. That's when they come to my house, they don't like where my couch at. Mm-hmm. Well, you can move the couch over by the door. Well, you want to sit on my couch right here and stand up. <laughs> because it's my house, I put my furniture where I want it. Yeah, right. If you don't like where I put my furniture at, you have no say so. Either you sit down there or sit on the floor. So in God's kingdom, you just need to be obedient and be happy that he allowed you into the shelter. In Colossians 3, 15 and 16. And let the peace of God rule in your heart. To the which also you are called in one body. And be ye thankful. He said you are called to one body. Be thankful. Don't try to take over. Just be thankful that you're in the church. In verse 16, he said, Let the word of Christ, not Moses, not Abraham, and not the Pope, dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in songs and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your heart to the Lord. And whatsoever you do in word or deed, do it all in the name. That's by the authority the lord jesus Mm -hmm. giving thanks to god and the father by him Mm -hmm. so we're talking about authority in the shelter here authority there is none in the new testament for instrumental music so you want to go back there in moses house and justify you having mechanical instruments that's fine but while you're grabbing your instruments make sure you grab a goat Mm -hmm. on your way to worship because you're going to need one to complete your worship to the Lord over in Moses' house. You know, when the police pull you over for speeding, and Lord, I have been pulled over many times. When the, when the police pull you over for speeding, or you run a red light in Alabama, you don't tell the police about the laws in Mississippi, or Florida. That's another state. You're governed by the laws. In Alabama. Because when you get that ticket, you got to pay Alabama. You can't send the money to Florida. So over there in Moses' house, those laws and ordinances were nailed to the cross. And we were given a new set of laws for a new house. That's what Paul said in 2 Corinthians 3, verse 6. Who also has made us able ministers of the New Testament. Not of the letter, but of the spirit. For the letter killeth, but the Spirit giveth life." Mm-hmm. The letter is the Old Testament, and the Spirit that giveth life is the New Testament. We are under the New Testament. Mm-hmm. We must do what God said, like God said to do it. Right. That is, if you want to stay in the shelter in good grace. Mm-hmm. The one that give us the shelter, he's the one to tell us how to live, and how to serve, and how to worship. So you cannot combine the Old Testament and the New Testament and think God is pleased with it, trying to live both of them. That's right. In Romans 15 and 4, it says, Whatsoever things are written aforetime, what's written for our will learn, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. That's right. I remember Jesus tearing the parable about new and old things. And he was talking about Old Testament and New Testament. In Luke, the fifth chapter, beginning at 36, this is what Luke records, and he spake also a parable unto them. He said, No man putteth a piece of new garment upon an old. If otherwise they both the new make a rent, and the piece that was taken out of the new garment agreeth not with the old. And no man putteth new wine into old bottles; else the new wine will burst the bottle and be spilled, and the bottle shall perish. But put new wine, but new wine must be put in new bottle, and both are preserved. He's talking about the Old Testament and the New Testament. The Old Testament is too narrow. You can't put the New Testament in it because the New Testament is universal. If all mankind. The Old Testament is dealing with the Jewish people. So you can't put new wine in an old wineskin because the new wine got a ferment. It's going to swell. And just can't keep it in there. They're going to burst. So we have to understand that. Service to God must be acceptable. And if you're not in the shelter of Christ, which is the church of Christ, you're not serving God acceptably. Okay. With reverence and godly fear. And don't say you fear God when you, when you cut the TV out because there's a stone ain't fearing God, you're fearing lightning. People cut their TV off because that lightning might extract that pole and come here and blow my TV off. But now they got surge protectors now. Look at TV through all kinds of storms because we want to see the weather. It'll be coming our way. Fear God and respect for God. It's a matter of listening to his word and obeying his word. For our God is a consuming fire. If you don't believe God is a consuming fire, just ask Aaron and Nahab. I mean, Nahab and Abihu Mm -hmm. in Leviticus 10, 1 and 2. If you don't believe that God is a consuming fire, just ask those 102 soldiers over there in 2 Kings 1, 10 through 13. If you don't believe that God is a consuming fire, just ask those who lived on the other side of Jordan before the Israelites came to possess it, Deuteronomy 9 and verse 3. So we're not under the Old Testament. Jesus got rid of that by nailing it to the cross. In Colossians the second chapter, verse 14 through 17. He said, blotting out the handwriting of ordinance that was against us, which is contrary to us, and took it out of the way. Nailing it to his cross. And having spared principalities and power, and made a show of them openly, triumphant over them in it. Then he said in verse 16. Let no man therefore judge you in meat, or in drink, or in respect of a holy day, or of a new moon, or a Sabbath day, which are a shadow of things to come. But the body is of Christ. So don't bring that old stuff in the new house. Jesus nailed it to his cross. So if you want to be saved from the impending storm, you need to be in the shelter of Christ which is the church of Christ, because it is the shelter in the time of storm. If you're not in it, you cannot be saved. Because there is but one that Jesus built. You might say, I, I just don't believe that all or everybody has to belong to one church. Mm-hmm. What about those people in the days of Noah? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God told Noah to be a one ark. That's right. God knew how many people was going to be saved, but He gave everybody an opportunity mm-hmm. to be saved. Mm-hmm. Only person, only thing with obedient to Him was Noah and his children mm-hmm. and the animals. Everybody else made a mockery of Noah, preaching 120 years, and I can understand from a human perspective. Because you got to imagine the 120 years. Let me put it this way. Your grandmother heard Noah preaching for 40 years. Now she had a child. And the child asked about Noah. Yeah, he'd been preaching that for 40 years. Now he preached another 40 years. Now your mother had you. And you asked him about Noah. He'd been preaching that for 80 years. And you lived to be 40 years old. Just the idea you heard that for that many years. What is your attitude going to be towards Noah? You're not going to believe that the, the storm is coming. And that's what people are doing today. All right. We preach the gospel from the first century all the way up to today. Mm-hmm. More than 120 years. And look what people attitude is. Jesus ain't came back yet. Mm. Everything going on like it's been going on. So forget the shelter. I'm going to take my chances. But I remember when Revelation said people are going to be running to the mountain and asking the mountain to fall on them. That ain't going to help you because God is dealing with the spirit. Mm -hmm. Once you get judged, you just just commit suicide. That's all you're doing. And you're still going to stand before Jesus Christ. Well, if you want to be saved from the flood, you better get in the ark. You know, some people say, well, I ain't bedding down with them skunks. Them skunks stinking. If you want to be saved, and that's the only place salvation. You better get out of bed down with those skunks. All right, Get over! Just put a clothespin on your nose and go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let nobody drive you out of the shelter. Amen. Today, we have all kinds of animals in the church. Not literally animals, mm-hmm. but attitudes. Mm-hmm. In Isaiah the 11th chapter, listen to what Isaiah said. Isaiah 11, beginning at verse 6. The wolf also shall dwell with the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the kid, And the calf and the young lion and the fatling together and a little child shall leave them. And the cow and the bear shall feed. Their young ones shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. Mm -hmm. Now these animals don't hang out together today. One would be fighting. For his dinner, the other will be fighting for his life. It says in verse 8, And the suckling child shall play on the hold of the ass, and the weaned child shall put his hand on the cockatrice dean. They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain. For the Lord shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the water come to sea. In other words, all our backgrounds are different. We came here with all types of attitude. But when you're obedient to God, he can take all those attitudes and make you get along just fine. That's all right. Oh, yeah. Get along just fine in the beginning. You think the, the lion wanted to eat Adam? God said he brought all the animals for Adam to name. So the animals were vegetarians. Adam and Eve was vegetarian at the time. But you have to understand that the church is like a, a net when you throw it out there and gather all kinds. It's not up to us to throw the other folks away that we don't like. That's not our job. You just need to sit down in the shelter and let God change people's hearts. Didn't he change yours? Some of us did all kinds of stuff. We don't want to to be known. But God knows about it. Amen. You no know, sin all had the same price. It's death. Mm-hmm. So your sin is no worse than mine. And my sin is no worse than yours. But from a human perspective, something that we don't want folks to know about us. But thank God, He saw that I could be changed. Yes. Mm. Pick me up from the miry clay and set my feet on higher ground. No matter how ferocious those lions, tigers, and bears are, don't let them make you leave the shelter. We you have to learn how to get along with them. You're outside the shelter in the storm, complaining about the animals in the shelter. The word of God teaches us how to get along with each other, even with all our differences. In the United States of America, they allow any nation to come over here. All the different beliefs from all parts of the world. And they still function as a government. Why can't we? Why we have arguments among ourselves? Because I want to be in charge. But if it's not my way, I don't want to participate. We need to look at what's better for the church. And just be, you know, that's a lot of responsibility being a leader. You can be the leader. I will work in the background. Because you're going to get blamed for everything. <laughs> Even when you're innocent. Yeah. Let somebody steal some money in the church. The preacher's going to get blamed for it first. Mm. Don't matter who they find out. And everybody in the Church of Christ in Jefferson County is going to find out about it before the preacher finds out. Yeah. I told you we got backbiters. You know those folks in the house of Chloe? We told Paul yeah. about those people that's Corinth. Paul said that was an attention among money because I was told by the house of Chloe, folks going to tell on you. You do something wrong in the church. And the folks in the church hold grudges yeah. belonging to anybody outside the church. Yeah. Right. Lord have mercy. Yes. That's, not, that's not on my paper. I just had to put that in there. Right. Lord have mercy. God has put salvation. That I come to a close. God has put salvation in the house of his son. Mm-hmm. And if you want salvation, you need to get in and stay in, regardless what comes. But recognize even though you're in, your worship has to be acceptable unto God. Amen. First Peter 2, 5 through 7. Ye also as live the stone are built up a spiritual house a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Everything we do in the Son house must be acceptable to God by the Son. Mm-hmm. When we tell people that we don't use instrumental music in our worship to God, that's a paradigm for some people. Because everybody else uses them, why y'all don't use? Y'all can't afford them. <laughs> it's not you can't afford it, but there's no authority. And if you think that messes people up, tell people that we don't tie. Mm-hmm. They start pulling their hair out. But how y'all pay for y'all building? How y'all pay your bills? Come and find out. Because the Bible always told us, "You pay your bills this way. Just be obedient. We'll take care of the bills." Isaiah 28 and 6 says, Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone, a tried stone a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. He that believeth shall not make haste. The church is built on a sure foundation, and Christ is the cornerstone. In Second Timothy 2 Timothy 2:19 says, Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seed. Mm-hmm. The Lord knows them that are healed. And let everyone that name it, the name of Christ mm-hmm. depart from iniquity. Mm-hmm. That's right. And that's a command for every day. Mm-hmm. Every day of your life, yeah. that command goes out. Let everyone who name the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Mm-hmm. And I am so glad that God Son and Son, to die for me. Because there was no way that I could get to God being a Gentile. And I don't have the kind of money to buy a goat every time and time to worship. Those things get very expensive. A turtle dove. And go to Jerusalem three times a year, that's a lot of money just to go to worship. But Jesus says, where's two or three? gather together right. in my name. That's there I am in the midst of it. Thank God for that passage of Scripture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I don't have to depend on a bunch of folks being here. Right. I just need to have two or three together. Together. Mm-hmm. That's the difference being together him. We can be together and not be together. Yeah. All right. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Be all in the same building and be a disagreeing. So he said, but Two or three together together in my name, then we come in the midst of us. So I thank God. And you're not a member of the body of Christ. You need to be in the shelter. I don't own the shelter. I'm just glad that God allowed me to be in it. And I don't care, like I said earlier, how cantankerous some members are. Because you know what? They can't send you to hell. Everybody gonna stand before the judgment seat of Christ and Amen. give an account what you've done in the Bible. Amen. Whether good not what your neighbor did. There ain't gonna be no timeline there. Everybody's gonna get in line and time gonna stop. Where else are you gonna go? So don't point at nobody else. Let's get ourselves in line first. That's right. The Bible says if the righteous scarcely, yes. scarcely be saved. Mm-hmm. Where would the sinner and ungodly appear? That's right. And if you're not a member of the body of Christ, mm-hmm. you are the sinner and ungodly. Mm-hmm. Sound harsh? It sounds harsh to me for I obey you. That's just the word of God. Mm-hmm. But there's an opportunity. And it's coming to you right now. Right. If you're not a member of the body of Christ, you come by faith. Bible says, without faith, it is impossible to please him. But he that comes to God, but believe that he is. And he's a rewarder that those diligently seek him. Yeah. Faith, you gotta repent of sins. Jesus said, I tell you nay, lest you repent, you shall all likewise perish. Mm-hmm. That is a command for Christians for the rest of your life. Yeah. Because Jesus said, if you die in your sin, where I am... Can't come. So that's a command not only for us every day, but those who are outside the body of Christ initially. You must repent, you must confess that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Jesus said, I tell you today, unless you confess me before men, I confess you before my Father. But if you deny me before me, I will deny you before my Father, which is in heaven. Folks, it's a terrible thing for Jesus to deny you. Because you can't get to heaven that mm-hmm. yeah, Jesus denied you. Yeah. There were some folks over there in Matthew 7, chapter, I think, verse 21, doing all these things in Jesus' name. But Jesus said, I never knew you. Mm-hmm. And Jesus know everything. Mm-hmm. So you see the ramification of, of the, 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 the problem with that, when Jesus said he don't know you and he knows everything, mm-hmm. there could be a sad commentary. Mm-hmm. After confession, you must be baptized mm-hmm. in water. For the remission of sin. What does baptism do? It washes your sins away. Man. It's nothing in the water. It's the obedience right. that have you go down in the water. Man. Now, you can close your eyes or you go open your eyes, it's still going to be H2O. <laughs> it's the obedience. And like I said before, you told us to baptize in gasoline, we had to tell these smoking brothers and sisters step back.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: we don't want no flame fire here. It's added to the body of Christ. It puts you in the church. And once it put you in the church, can nobody in this building put you out of the church? Yeah. I thank God for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you know what? You got enemies in the church. Mm-hmm. You know why? I know that. Because Satan sit right here with us. Mm-hmm. Right. And all they want to do is cause some problem in the church. And he's good at it. So when you run from Roosevelt City and go to another church, think you going to have no problem? Yeah. You ran from one problem, we ran to another problem. Mm-hmm. Because as long as there's people in the church, you're gonna have a problem. Yes, sir. If you just obey God, you know how to get along with folks. Sometimes you have to feed folks with a long spoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I can love you but I'm going to run behind you. Mm-hmm. All right. It's all right. What? You know, if you need me, I'll be there. But I ain't gotta come on your house every day. Mm-hmm. As much lies within you, mm-hmm. you learn know how to get along with folks. Right. Because I'm telling you, if you leave the shelter, where you gonna go? Well, I'm gonna tell you something. When I got, before I got baptized, well, Ralph got baptized, babe in Christ, and this brother came to me who been in the church for a while. He gave me his Bible. Told me I ain't coming back. Mm. I'm a babe in Christ. <clears throat> I'm like totally dumbfounded. What do you mean you're coming back? He told me. He told me why. Man, and he had been a hypocrite. Mm. Been in the church. I'm kind head like you. The only one in the church is a hypocrite. Mm. Now all these people got 300 times a You don't want the hypocrites in the church? Man. I said, man, you get shot by a bullet. Would you walk out of the hospital and the still stealing you? No, you won't. You wait till the doctor get you out of the bullet and release you. So the church is for sick folk. But you know what? He had his mind made up. I ain't following you. You know why? Because I'm in the shelter for my benefit. My benefit. And I helped you along the way, but numero uno. <laughs> Hearing, believe, repent, confess and be baptized Put you in the body of Christ And you are a member of the body of Christ And you are going to pray to God's word Repent, answer to pray for you And we'll do that Whichever mm-hmm. category you find yourself standing in? There'll be no way to stand and sing the song we'll get